Hey guys, this is Kenny from the Level With You channel. Just here to let you guys know if you guys want to come chat with us, we got a Discord server up and running. Link is in the description below. You could give us some feedback, ask us questions, just interact with us or in general. You can also find us on social media platforms. Instagram, we're LVL With You. Twitter, we're Level With You. And on Facebook, you could search Level With You. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Stay level. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Level With You Show, a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Today, I'm joined by, to my left, Kenny Castro. Hey, guys. What's up? How's it going? And to my right, Anthony Duarte. How's it going? It's going good for me. And over there, we've got Tyler Hadley, the producer with the all the plans. Another show in the making. Guys, what have we done so far? Well, let's see. I woke up. I had breakfast. I went to work. Uh, I went to Panera to have lunch. Uh, and then I pooped like four or five times throughout my shift. And now Dang. I'm here. All right. Yeah, I don't know if it's a problem. I think I'm just regular. That's what I'm telling myself is I'm just regular. That, yeah. That's your regular? Like five or six is regular. Okay. I'm a little backed up today. So I was like four. Oh. Uh, 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 yeah. Five or six is regular? Yeah, mm. for me. No, usually. I'm like two, maybe. Two? <laughs> You know, everybody's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Around the four, that's where I'm at. There you go. Well, I'm going to split the difference at three. (laughs) So I'm going to take a gander and think, say that you wanted the answer to be we went past 100 subscribers. 100 subscribers on YouTube. 100 subscribers. So thank you for that. Now we have our own URL. You can find us at youtube.com slash C slash level with you. A little bit easier to remember than whatever 150 characters it was before. <laughs> uh, a couple other things I want to mention before we get into it. We have a Discord. Uh, you will find details on how to join in the description of the video. You can also find us on Podcast Services, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, and did I say SoundCloud? I think I did. All right, so let's get into it, y'all. How's your week been going? It's time for banter. Oh, banter, 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 banter. <laughs> it's been good. Uh... Start playing World of Warcraft. Now let's save the gaming stuff for for a couple minutes okay. from now. All right, it was, it was pretty good. All right, so Saturday okay. night we got together and we played a little bit of a board game. This board we'll game. Save the gaming stuff for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I know. That was know. fun. That was fun. Um, yeah, it was fun. But um, I love that game. You love that game? I really do. I saw it. I mentioned it all the time. I'm like, yeah, I want to play that. Okay, game. so we yeah. played the House on Haunting Hill. Is that what it's called? Uh, betrayal on uh, uh, Betrayal House on the Hill. Yeah. Betrayal at the house on the haunted hill. Betrayal at the haunted yeah. house. I always get the name of this game wrong. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's too long. I swear it's betrayal at house on the hill. Yeah. Yes. It's, 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 it's that. Okay. Cool. But I always call it house on haunted hill or something like that. <laughs> That's what I think I've heard you refer to. <laughs> yes. I think so, Tyler calls it betrayal at house house on the haunted hill. That's what that's what he calls it. My dad's gonna come home early and then beat me because the house is all different tiles you have to place. <laughs> so one more time, what's it called? Betrayal at the uh, house. house on the hill. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that one. Okay. Whatever we call Google it. Google some it form of that if you're interested. Uh, but anyway, so I think you should have a new rule for game night. If you're going to come over and play, you need to go on YouTube and watch 15 minutes of tutorials so we're not spending <laughs> half the time trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. I think the hardest part was just because the game splits halfway through when you get hainted. Uh, you have to like choose your own adventure. It's like, oh, what did you get? This scenario with this scenario. So X plus Y. So then you have two books. Uh, I gave one to Wiley, who ended up being our betrayer, who was trying to kill the rest of the group. I did not do – I did, did so bad once I became you, the, the – the killer. You did way better than the first person. You've been, what was it, like, we played with Matt years ago, and Matt was just like, I'm going to go drink gin and tonic instead. Oh, yeah, he just played. gave up. He's like, this is, this is too much. I can't, I can't read. do this. I forgot how to read. 
That was what I was tempted to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I stuck with it. I was like, yes, come you on, did. you can do You were do a trooper. This. You were good. Yeah, You're I was definitely a trooper. I read that shit like four times. <laughs> like, what the fuck do I do? About all the new rules. I honestly thought Wiley was going to kill me in the basement. I was like, fuck. I'm That's why I ran in the basement by myself with Wiley. And like another another cannibal, and I'm like he's about to come for me. That's why everybody was like, "Why are you still exploring the basement?" In reality, I was running away from Wiley. No, you were looking for a Wendy's. Don't lie. You were looking for a Wendy's. Yeah, I see. I go chicken. They were just like, "I'm gonna go find the Wendy's in the basement," and I was like, "I'll join you," but now I have a dog. Oh man. Yeah, so That's I fun. didn't like it quite as much as what's that other one, the Cosmic Encounters. Yes, I mean I would agree that Cosmic Encounters is a superior board game mm-hmm. compared to that. What's that? And I'll, I'll need to buy it because Dan owns it and he's not here all the time. Yeah, and I love that game. Yeah, that one's super awesome. I mean, it's we can't get into the rules of it, but it, yeah. it's got all types of different. What's the premise? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, what's the overall? There's like 120 different, probably 80 different aliens, it's, and each alien has a different alien power. It's getting on Pokemon levels. I like it already. Uh, <laughs> and you keep the power secret until you want to use it. Ooh, um, and the object of the game is to land your planets onto other, or your ships onto other people's planets. Mm-hmm. You land five ships on five different planets, you win the game. Oh, that's awesome. So and it's then, like a conquest. And then, and then there's yep. card, cards that you have. They have like encounter cards, uh, like effect cards, and every time you go to try to invade somebody, you, have, you play an encounter card against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you win, then you get to go on their planet. If you lose, you lose ships, and it's just kind of a whole thing where other people are playing cards, like on other people's like encounters, because they don't want somebody else to win. So or it's move like a chaotic and... monopoly in a way, almost. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun. It's a much better much monopoly. Better. <laughs> yeah, it's That's awesome. Yeah, that so sounds like a lot of fun. I remember my first <laughs> time playing play it. I was like trying to get the grasp of it, and I think I pulled off like a nice little switcheroo on Dan. That was the first, first time we ever met, I think. Yeah, the first time we met was yeah. that game night. And I was like, so is this, can I play this after this? And he was like, looked at me, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many things to like screw people over in that game. It's definitely one where you got to be a little conniving, but at the same time be open to teamwork. But not Yeah, but like, I'll betray you secretly. My fingers were crossed the whole time. Yeah. Freak yeah. you. And then there's negotiate cards. If two people play negotiate cards, then they have like 60 seconds to negotiate. Like, oh, we'll, put, we'll let you on my planet if I let you on my planet. Uh, you can't cross this or, line. <laughs> or like, we'll trade a card or something or mm. other stuff like that. So yeah, that's Cosmic that's awesome. Encounters. We'll check it out. It's a board game that we all like. Except for Anthony, who hasn't played it. Yeah, I'm a loser. Um, so we got some games to talk about this week. We're going to be getting into Control, the new game from Remedy, um, which I've been playing a good amount of. Kenny finished up Fire Emblem, so we'll hear about that. Tyler finished up Bloodstain, so oh, you did? I'm on the final boss. Oh shit! Okay, well <laughs> Can't he's getting beat it. there. <laughs> Is that the one from Saturday? Yep. Oh man, the one and, from Saturday. Uh, I had a little impulse purchase, but I'll keep that as a surprise for later mm. in the show. Uh, and Anthony, did you beat Persona 5? The no. last boss. I beat the last boss. You didn't do the last part yet, dude? No. But <laughs> oh I beat the last part. Okay. It was Thursday night, and I had just been playing for like six hours. I was like, I'm going to get through this last dungeon. But then the last dungeon is more of a last dungeon. So that was Thursday. And you didn't think you're done Tuesday. with that. Yeah. yeah. And I just didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> I started playing World of Warcraft. You know how that is. It just oh, takes, up, takes up some time. <laughs> He's okay. down the rabbit. Well, I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> I couldn't live up to your expectations. Yeah, well. I'm sorry, I could, I'm sorry I couldn't further our social link this week. It's Next okay. week, I swear. Yeah, you're definitely, like, not at level 10 right no, now. No, no, no. No, you're like a 
Maybe six. Six? Yeah. You feel like your bond with Wiley will strengthen soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. It's in a little flat bubble. It just doesn't say anything else. That's going to be the next, like, five episodes. <laughs> all right. So I want to talk about Control. This is the new, you know, big $60 single player only, no microtransactions game from Remedy developers of Max Payne, of uh, what else? Quantum Break, um, Alan Wake for the Xbox 360. So sort of uh, weirder and experimental games that have had varying degrees of critical and uh, I think financial success. Probably, I don't know if they've ever reached the peak that was the original Max Payne back in the early 2000s. But I'm really enjoying Control so far. Um, So it's kind of like a supernatural premise. Um, They don't give a whole lot away in terms of what's going on it's kind of got a a david lynchy feel uh which is the twin peaks director where everything's not quite explained uh and it also just has that sort of eerie tone to it which i really dig the vibes of you also get a little bit of you know x files um like, like government conspiracy covering stuff up um so the whole game takes place in a location that's called the oldest house which is a building where the Federal Bureau of Control operates out of and um, it's one of those buildings that you ha- you can only find if you're looking for it which you know mm. just one of the silly things that they kind of sci-fi things that they throw in there the lore yeah um, so the whole game takes place in there and you think that that would make it feel small but man this is one of the biggest locations at least inside in a video game ever if not the biggest ever like it is so vast this building that has all these different sectors uh, all these different rooms that have uh, some of them extremely high ceilings some of them feel a little bit more cramped Uh, they do really cool things with the environment because partially it's been overtaken by this virus that's called the hiss that is very mysterious that's overtaking people and making them crazy and uh, levitate in the air Whoa. and it's all just sort of um, I'm still I, I'd say I'm probably 60-70% done with the campaign based on what I've read but there's still a lot more that I want to know um, a lot of the story is over, is uncovered in um, audio logs video logs uh, redacted government reports which are kind of humorous the things that, that they redact you kind of have to fill in the blanks um, <laughs> they do a pretty good job of like incorporating humor that way so yeah, there's some things that the game does really well. It's certainly not perfect. I am playing on a base PS4, which I hear is the worst place to play the game. Um, the frame rate in times of intense combat drops to a really, really poor level, like where you're getting in, it feels like the teens and even the single digits. And at this point, I've gotten like a little bit used to it, mm-hmm. where I can kind of just compensate for the lag, just to be like... uh yeah, a little bit. Just sort of anticipate it, and I'm not accidentally dying as much as I was in the beginning where mm-hmm. you know I would be hit by a, a rocket that I just felt came out of nowhere. So I've gotten more comfortable with it. But mm-hmm. Is that because of playing on the B- base PS4? Yes. I've heard that it's better on everything else. Except, <clears throat> well, it's, it's a little bit better on the original Xbox One. It's significantly better on PC, PS4 Pro, and Xbox One X. Huh. Yeah. So if you have another way to play it, uh, you should. Um but so what's unique about the game is that uh, as, as far as from other third person action games is that it's somewhat nonlinear. Um, the building is open world 
Um, and by open world, I mean it's it's still a building, but uh, you will be doing some backtracking. Um, and there are waypoints that are indicating indicated on your map, but they're not indicated on your HUD. And the map is kind of intentionally hard to read. They want you to do things like actually look at the signs in the buildings. Um, like everything is like, you know, maintenance sector this way or coolant tubes up this way. And so I found that when I pull out the map that I actually end up screwing myself because I'm like opening it up, closing it, like, oh, which way am I facing? Mm -hmm. And if, if I'm like actually being aware of my surroundings, it's like way more, uh, first of all, um, rewarding to mm -hmm. find your way around. Uh, and, you know, second of all, it's just, it's, it's more immersive. Right. It's not like having a GPS guide you. I feel like a lot of games do that now where they have are way more focused on what the mini map's going to tell you than actually showing off what they have in the environment. Exactly. And that, that's something that they are... They can, you can tell that it's a response to games where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to follow the yellow marker. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of games in, in general are kind of maybe starting with Dark Souls is what pioneered that ending the hand-holdiness. Yeah. Um, Looking at you, Fable. <laughs> Two <laughs> and three. But uh, so the combat, it's a third-person shooter. Um, you do have telekinesis powers. So at any time, you can just pick up pretty much any object you see that's of a reasonable size. Uh, you just hold R1 or the right bumper, you'll sling it to yourself, and then you'll be able to shoot it back at the enemy. Uh, there is a meter that refills rather quickly, which is your like your energy. Sonic 06 fans will be familiar with that. You ever played Silver the Hedgehog's level in that classic <laughs> game? It oh, functioned the same way. Okay, cool. Way, probably way less good. <laughs> it <laughs> way really, less fluid. So, like, one thing I also wanted to touch on is the sound design in this game is phenomenal. Uh, there's not a whole lot of, like, music per se, um, but there's always great ambient beats or um, sound effects as far as the telekinesis. It all sounds very believable. You get that satisfying when it's coming to you, then boom, when you throw it, and it just sounds really, really good. It's a great like, little shockwave when you shoot it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. a ripple. That's cool. Uh, there's just, and the visual effects, just like when you kill certain enemies, the, the way they sort of just turn into this misty psychedelic looking haze that's cool and then there's so many particle effects like i can understand why it runs so poorly on six-year-old hardware there's so much going on there is a lot going on the environment is huge there's no loading once you're in the game there mm -hmm. is substantial loading if you die Ooh. which is you know it's half it's it's, gotta ha it's half a minute like mm -hmm. it's not terrible um, we become so spoiled now. Like I remember, like when saving a like a PlayStation One game would take like five minutes because it was doing that. Now it's just like this load screen's like thirty seconds and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And then next gen apparently no more load times. That's what, that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. um, I see that. So the combat, uh, it, it's a little dull at first. I'd say for the first two hours, once you don't have many tools to work with, but once you unlock a couple more variations on your gun, uh, as well as. Um, there's a, a, a power you get about 40% of the way through the game that really kind of opens thing up. I don't want to spoil it, um, but it's when a, it, the game has a lot of Metroidvania aspects. So where you're learning, uh, once you get a new power, you're like, oh, wow, now I need to go back there because now I'm going to be able to reach this certain thing. Um, and it also makes the combat feel a lot more dynamic. So overall, I'm pretty darn happy with it. Um, the performance issues aside, uh, there are... Sometimes where I feel a little frustrated trying to find my way, but once I do find my way, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just stupid. I should have figured that out. Um, and just being someone that has been spoiled by waypoints over the time, so over the years, I need to acclimate myself into actually observing the environment and mm -hmm. um, 
you know, the game has side quests as well, which are, are relatively hidden. There was one I completed last night that had a whole optional boss and now has opened up several other sub-side missions. Mm. And, you know, I could have just skipped over that. Right. And I think it's cool that they are, you know... Give you the option to... Give, give you the option and, and reward you for your exploration and your extra effort. So Yeah, that's what side quests are all about. They yeah. should be. I feel like a bunch of now are just like, all right, go here, go there. Okay, talk to this guy. That's fine. I'll go talk to that guy. All right, now go drop off my laundry. Go get the bread for the week. <laughs> Come back. Where's my reward? It's a hug. Yeah, it's always good when you have a game with super mm-hmm. solid side content and where you just want to seek out and find out yeah. what's around that. Don't playing a good game when you want to explore. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be like, oh, I want to go finish this. I want to get the next objective quick, quickly. That's what I was doing at Bioshock Infinite when I played. Mm-hmm. I was like looking around. I know there wasn't really anything to kind of collect. But I felt like I just come like hot off of Skyrim. Was like, well, I'll look at all this stuff around. The environments were great, but there wasn't really any point in mm-hmm. kind of exploring off a beaten path. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. I, I liked it, but not as good as Bioshock One um, to me. Mm. Yeah. I haven't beat it. And Control they need a <laughs> zoom feature for the paper articles. Oh, you the, think the, they're for little, the collectibles? You think they're hard to read? Yeah, I mean, especially from where I'm sitting. Oh, your couch. TV's farther than mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. super hard to read. Like I can't believe there. I could not believe there wasn't a zoom function for those oh, wow. collectibles. So, I'm like, do it. I have to get up and actually. I mean, I can read them, but it's not easy. Hmm. They don't have like a little thing that's like next to it. Instead of it being on the paper, it's just like a text box. That's like, oh, this is. That would have been nice too. Yeah, yeah, they don't have that. It's just Resident straight Evil up. style. Yeah. yeah. So you're, I'm like seven, eight hours in. You, you just played a little bit, Tyler? I'm probably like an hour in. I, I just got the second object of power that lets you uh, telekinesis things oh, okay. with things. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a cool game. Like now that you just, I, I definitely recommend playing it, especially if you want to support single player games. Um, you know, I already see it on sale some places, so I hope that's not a sign that it's not doing well. But anyway, Kenny, you finally finished up. <laughs> Fire Emblem Woo! Three Houses. Yes, I did. So I I pushed through. I was I felt I um, I got on Saturday. I was I was talking to Tyler about it, and I'm like, I feel like I'm close. And then we Googled it. And I'm like, all right, I'm five story chapters away hmm. from finishing. And I was like, all right, let me push through and finish it off. I finished it yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday early in the day, and it's it was great. Um, the story's not. Not something completely like oh my god like at least the branch I went with I went with with the golden deer, so they weren't. I felt like they, it was kind of almost like I could I could guess some of the things that were gonna happen. And I'm like okay. oh I, so not, nothing really caught me too off guard. So there was a couple twists that I was like oh I wasn't expecting that you know, um, but for the most part great game combat. But then I did too much grinding, so the game wasn't too hard towards <laughs> the end. Um, it was, was it culminate in a really great. Battle that yes, feels it epic. It, it really did feel slightly epic because I was slightly epic? because I was so oh, okay. I was so strong. Gotcha. That it didn't feel too epic. I think I lost one one I, one party member died on the last battle. Huh. Okay. Nice. Because I was severely overleveled. Uh, I think the the main commander might have been like level forty five, and my main uh, my main character was fifty fifty three. Wow. That's a lot of more so, levels. That's awesome. So, I'm excited to play this. So you, you were what? Like how many hours did it take you? Does it have a counter? Forty-six hours. Forty-six. Okay. Forty-six hours. That's actually less than I've been hearing from other people. Um, I've heard anywhere from forty to eighty. So is that because you're not doing a bunch of side quests, or I did all my quests? Really? I did, I, all, every every little quest. So what it was most likely is that I didn't recruit enough. 
Mm. So there's a lot of side quests that most likely I didn't get to play because I didn't recruit so many people. Gotcha. So my first playthrough, I didn't do too well with the recruiting because to recruit, you have to increase stats. And I just was not doing well with managing my time. Mm-hmm. With, with trying to so I was more focused on developing the people I already had than on recruiting other people gotcha so most of my stuff went towards not increasing my stats to recruit people but increasing the people I had so that they were like OP in mm. battle gotcha okay. so people were like S ranked in black magic S ranked in sword skills like by the time it was like chapter 16 Gotcha. Yeah, because I was just in- instructing them and just pummeling through, making sure that they were, that I would got them to the master class that they could get to. So I, I was able to get almost every person I had on my team to a master class. So we had people who were gremories, so um, wing uh, wyvern lords, you know, things like that. So it made the game a lot easier for me. Cool. So you were playing as the golden deer. Yep. And you already started your second playthrough as the blue lion. Blue yep. lion. Okay. You are gonna stick with that one, or is that just kind of like, eh, I want to mess I'm with a, this? I'm a, I'm a probably play right through. So what I'm contemplating on doing is that because it keeps it's keeping on the counter going. So right now I'm at 47 hours because oh, it keeps the counter, the counter going. going oh, that's kind of cool. So 47 hours. I put in already an hour and a half into blue line. I'm gonna finish them up, uh, them through, and then I will move on to the last house, which is the black eagle, and that's the house that has two diverging paths. What? I wanted to leave them for for the last uh, for the last go about. Jeez. And because I know what um I know that Anthony is doing black eagle as well. So yeah. I want to let him finish it off and see. Which, it's gonna be a while. Don't, don't wait for me. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna be borrowing this game from you guys anytime soon. Doesn't seem like I'm, I'm a slow player. Well, right? well, it depends. You know, like if you want to borrow it and go to Italy with it, then I'm all for it because yeah. I'll have. A That's couple, what I was gonna say. I'll have a couple other ones, and that's a long game if you want to do the Black Eagle because it doesn't seem like Anthony's gonna do Black Eagle <laughs> soon. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's a game that I would recommend for anybody to pick up if you like strategy games because the combat is very strategy focused. You know, like depending on how you move on the field, and because you assume when you go into every fight that what's on the field already is all the enemies, and at one point in time, as you're progressing and moving forward, now you have enemies behind you. They just the commander's like it's an ambush. Oh snap! And then now you have six, seven enemies behind you, and you don't know who you left behind. You might have left your healer behind, so to keep her out of fight, out, out of like harm's way. And now she is in harm's way because now she has six attackers that send that send. They're about to stab her in the Ugh. back. Yep. Huh. Well. Had you played any Fire Emblems before this one, Kenny, or is this your first? I did. I played mm-hmm. one, but never beat it. Gotcha. I played one of them. I on think the they, Game Boy Advance. Because I noted the uh, what was it? I think it was like older ones. They used to do that too, or not older ones, but like the newer esque. They did like oh the ambush, and it's like oh right by like pretty much where you start, and it's just like oh group this sucks. Yep. But so. I definitely want to try to play it soon. You should. You should. Yeah, make time. Yeah. Okay. Anything new playing this week or? I started WoW. I've only I played that for like a couple hours, but actually I have been. You're playing the new expansion WoW, or just it's like uh, you can play through like level twenty now for free. But I my account is like the Panda one, so that's like two account that's two expansions behind the most recent now. Okay. So I've just been doing that, but I mean I haven't gotten any end game, and like that's when all the expansions come in. So like once Word. you hit like the level cap for whatever expansion that was, which I'm not sure what the Panda was or Mr. Pandaria was. But then that's when like stuff comes into play, and I know I'm not gonna get that far, so mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'll just do this for now and then have okay. fun with it. But I have been playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. 
<laughs> for the Switch, uh, Duelist Legacy, or All Legacy right. the Duelist for the Switch. That's the remake, right? Yep. Or yeah, the they had it uh, on thing with Steam, PS4, and Xbox One, and Xbox One, and then they just ported it to Switch with like the newest like arc of the show. And I haven't like I don't think I've watched any of the shows since like Five Ds, which is back in 2010, maybe mm. not 20, not like that. It's like 2006, 2007. But it's cool. It's cool to like play the game again, and there's so many mechanics that have changed. So I'm glad they offer everything from the very first to like the most recent. So they don't really, you know, throw in mechanics that you, you don't want to play with unless you choose to. What's your favorite trading card game? Oh God, that's a question. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably have to say it's a tie between Magic: The Gathering and probably Magic. I mean, I play Magic okay, the most. Fair. I think right now I play Magic, and then it used to be Yu-Gi-Oh. I haven't played physical Yu-Gi-Oh in years. Okay. But I used to be, have a lot of fun doing that, but Magic, I think, hands down. Speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh and trading card games, you can find on our channel on Thursday a special unboxing video starring this guy right over here, Anthony Dewart. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, might become a regular thing. He's certainly got enough cards to last him a while. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I like buying booster boxes. Why not? I, 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 nothing about being an adult and... No, no greater feeling than just having a booster box. I mean, like, these are all mine. Yep, so that'll be fun to watch. I've actually never watched a card opening video before, so I'm, I'm excited to see what's in store for me. And if you want to check it out, it's a starter deck. One, I think it's the third of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Speed Duel series that they had. I saw it at Walmart, picked it up, figured I'd see what was inside. Came with two decks. It was pretty cool, surprising. If you want to see it, check more out in the video. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, so Tyler, you've been playing some uh, Bloodstained, as we all know, but give yes. us an update. Uh, so I've been playing Bloodstained, and probably about 25 hours into it. That's a lot. And I'm on the final boss, and I can't beat the final boss. <laughs> could you go grind and get some more goodies? And I'm sure I could. It's just... Okay, so this final boss has like two stages. I assume this is the final boss because I read some guides and from what I glanced at at some point, it seemed like this was going to be the final boss. But there's two stages of it and the first stage is a pain in the ass and I end up using all my potions. Mm. And by the time I use all my potions, I'll beat her and I'll go on to the next stage and I'm like, what, what do I do now? It's even back harder. Back to back bosses, baby. I mean, I mean, it's not even that it's harder. It's just the grind that it takes to beat the first phase and then when i get to the next phase with zero potions left i'm just like so overwhelmed so how many <laughs> how many minutes does it take to get to the second phase uh probably i don't know it's five to between five to ten damn it probably feels like 20 to be like oh god no yeah it's probably like five like three to five minutes that's still decent mm -hmm. amount um yeah and how many times have you attempted uh, I've attempted it probably more than 10 times. More than 10? Mm -hmm. yeah. Less than 20? Less than 20. <laughs> okay. So you're, it's a far cry from Ishin the Sword Saint. So I mean, I'm sure there... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want... That game is going to be cool. I'm sure there are things I can do. It's just it's so... It's difficult because you're only allowed to have five high potions maximum in your... That's done. On your, on your person at a time. And I can carry 50 whips at only five potions. Yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of shards that are on where they're going. I shoot lightning. I should put it back. I mean, and you can get you can get 10 regular potions, but at this point, regular potions heal like such a small mm -hmm. fraction of your life. Yeah. So Do you have a familiar that can it. heal you at all? Like besides the fairy? 
No, the fairy is the only one that can heal you. Mm-hmm. And then even that, you have to have specific items in your inventory, in your inventory for them to use. Do you have to pause that game to heal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's old-fashioned. Yeah. Okay. That's you have to insane. pause or you have to find a save point. Yep. Sit um, on that cool leather couch. Mm-hmm. And it's instant, right? Like, it's not like you have to chug it, right? Like you yeah, it's instant. Yeah, Thank just, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, otherwise, the bat- boss battles and things would not be okay. No, gotcha. bloodstained, but with Monster Hunter regeneration. <laughs> that would suck. So, <laughs> I'm sure there are things I could do. I'm sure there's unexplored areas of the castle. At this point, I've explored, I think, like 85% of the castle. Probably some um, strong weapons in that final 15. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. I have some pretty strong weapons. Okay, and... you're probably right. <laughs> It's just a, <laughs> I mean, something that I haven't really do- dove into is like the crafting of food items, which every time Maybe. You, every time you eat a food item, you get a, a per, a per- not a permanent, not every time, but the first time you eat a particular food item, you get a permanent stat boost. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've only had like four or five different food items. Just because I feel like the ingredients are hard to come by, and I don't oh. know where like the ingredients are, okay. and it could be something that you just have to grind for. Other things you have to find, like find or purchase seeds, and then grow them. I think like you give the seed to a farmer, and then you have to wait ten minutes, and then you can come back. And this might be a good spot to find some ingredients. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts fans look at that one. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they make it that obvious? It's like okay. I wish. <laughs> There's some ingredients here. Go or sore, you should so, probably pick that bread off the floor. We kind of jumped ahead to you being stuck at the last boss. <laughs> like, so where do you where do you stand on the game overall? It's a really good game. Okay. I really enjoy the game. You have so many different powers. There's so many different ways you can play the game. So many different types of weapons. Um, may, I played most of the game with just a single sword, and it's not that like all swords play exactly the same because they don't like all like regular one-handed swords they'll like one sword i was using is like a wind sword and yeah, it attacks really fast but it has a lower damage output mm-hmm. and there was like another sword that's like an invisible sword you just like can't even see the sword as you're swinging it and there's like there's another one that like kind of like flings in front of you and then like flies back and it's the same thing with like all the other types of weapons too like none of the items play exactly the same so it's just a matter of finding like what you like and what you want to play through the game with mm-hmm. i guess so i think that's really interesting so none of them feel super op like oh you got to choose this not that i've noticed i mean the wind sword that i i ended up using that for probably most of the game and then i realized that i really did need a lot more damage output for like a couple bosses so mm-hmm. i ended up switching to like a two-handed sword um which is slower but did more damage obviously mm-hmm. um but then there's just like there's tons of weapons that i haven't even really gotten a chance to use just because i was feeling good using a particular weapon mm-hmm. i mean there's like the guns and the whips and the lances and spears whips and, are so slow like i thought i'd like using the whip a lot but you kind of have to like it goes back to old castlevania one where if you jump and you gotta like commit to your whole whip arc animation where you uh, jump up and it goes and you kind of like have to wait for the actual tip of the whip to hit like whatever you want to like attack and then you're just committed to that whole animation so you better know where you're hitting yeah and there has been a couple times where I had no idea what I was supposed to do next to progress in the story, that I had to look up a guide, mm-hmm. which was kind of unfortunate because I really tried my best to figure out where I needed to go. No shame. No shame um, guy. Yeah, there was like one point where I needed to go back to some tower and then use an ability to go up to the, back to the top of the tower, and then I needed to get 
that gave me a piece of armor to let me walk through traps and I needed that piece of armor in order to get anywhere else in the tower. And yeah, I mean that I don't blame you there. Very cryptic, They're, yeah. These days yes. we have too much to play to be stuck around walking around in circles for two hours. Yeah, so I mean yeah, I was fine with it. I didn't mind looking up guides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean and you're <laughs> in our years of knowing each other, I've always been the one that's just like, if you're having trouble, look it up. Like, yeah, you'll be fine. And you always totally be like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I hate it. We'll figure it out on my own. Oh, yeah. Who was the boss you were frustrated that you had to look? Oh, yeah. It was Sekiro. Yeah. Like, you were stuck on Lady Butterfly. And I was like, dude, just, just look up a little video to, like, cheese it. You get by it. And then you never beat her, did you? No, I beat her. Oh, you beat her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Proud of you. Word. It took me a long time, but I did it. <laughs> so, like I mentioned earlier, were you all set with Bloodstained? Oh, no, yeah, I'm good. Okay, cool. So, earlier I had mentioned that I had done a little impulse buy. I was uh, at GameStop, just, just hanging out, as I like to do, buying uh, clearance toys. Hell yeah. Yeah, I got some cool ones. I got a little Mega Man and Cut Man Hell yeah. one. And what else? I got a Neo Cortex uh one and a uh, Ryu from Street Fighter. Oh, is it like the Sony Amiibo thing? Yeah, the yeah, Sony Amiibo. Yeah, that's thing. awesome. I didn't know you were collecting those. Oh uh, well, I just started yet the other day. Mm, that's <laughs> right. That's another new thing. Yeah. So those are uh, they're only five bucks piece. Yeah, you got to get the Parappa one. Oh, I, that that would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So while I was there, I picked up Street Fighter Anniversary Collection. It's the uh, it's got twelve Street Fighter arcade games in it, and they're really good ports. Um. No extra features added to the games. It's just straight up arcade mode, um, but it's got really faithful uh, sound and visual representation of the arcade games. And I played through a little bit of Street Fighter Alpha Three, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting so far, and those are really really fun games. Like I wish I was better at them. And after playing so much MK, it's hard to go back to the jiggle the joystick mm-hmm. or jiggle the d-pad type moves as opposed to the input ones which to be honest i greatly prefer now because yeah. i've spent dozens if not hundreds of hours in mortal Kombat. there's a big learning curve to go back it's yeah you can't sugarcoat it like you got that good at mortal Kombat. it kind of sucks you have to learn like a whole different style yeah. for street fighter games and i or... wish and i know that i don't blame it for this game but even in the modern street fighter and tekken's that they did a little better job of explaining what some of those joystick movements yeah that are actually supposed to be like i get the ones that are quarter circle mm-hmm. and i get the semicircle but the ones that are like jiggle it like go yeah i don't right to right to down it's like dude i've been what? playing since i've been playing that long yeah and uh so there's that a little bit of frustration, but I, I doubt I'm going to get seriously into them. I just like the fact that if you guys come over, or if we have some mm-hmm. some game night here, it's something I got it that's on cool disc. To play. Yeah, and uh, it was only seventeen ninety nine. Right, great. Well, that's a great deal. Yeah, for twelve street. I mean, it's just for, from a collector standpoint, just to, that's just awesome. to have them. Yeah. Plus the art's great too in the box. I love that box art too. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, so that was the surprise. Hope it paid off. <laughs> Okay, Kenny. Anything else? No, nothing no, else. Mo- moving on to uh, but a boom. Tyler's asleep over at the wheel there. Oh my god, the car's gonna crash! You're <laughs> gonna break people's ears, guys. Sorry. Cruising for news. All right, it's cruising for a news and the part of the show where we get some stories together, read them back to you because we thought they were interesting or relevant in the video game world. So. First off, we have an unfortunate set of stories. Um, earlier on in the week, um, we had um, an indie game developer named 
Natalie Lawhead accused somebody named Jeremy Soule, who is the composer of uh, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, as well as Night Seal Republic and Guild Wars. Um, one article referred to him as the John Williams of video games. I don't know if I would go that far. Um, but he was accused of uh, rape. And uh, following that accusation, uh, we also got um, one of my favorite games of, I believe it was 2017, A Night in the Woods, one of the, the composer for that game, as well as the co-creator and you know helper of development. There's only like three or four people on the team. He was also accused of, um, well, let's see if I can find the exact quote, physical and um, verbal abuse and ended up dying a couple of days later. Uh, I don't think that they've been explicit about what was the cause of death. I think everybody is assuming that it was a suicide in response to the overwhelming guilt slash shame of being uh, accused and fired from his job. So uh, as much as it's kind of don't know what to say about it other than, you know, uh, to offer condolences and yeah to condolences the family, to the family of loved ones to the to the victims especially um and you know kudos to them for speaking out even though it was not an easy thing to do um you know once you do so you put a target on your back uh for most of the or i don't, don't want to say most but a lot of people to threaten you uh, to call you a liar and, uh, you know, a bitch and uh, all these nasty things. So, um, yeah, it's just, it was kind of a big story in the middle of the week that two somewhat prominent figures in the industry were accused of this. Um, hopefully it's not the beginning of uh, what we saw in Hollywood where it was Me too. people in left and right. Hopefully it's not as widespread as that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it is, unfortunately. But uh, so, yeah, more on that sort of hopefully not more on that as the weeks go on. Um, but, yeah, just a sad situation. Um, two great games, of course, uh, Skyrim made by thousands of people. If maybe not, it might be thousands. I don't know how many people are on that dev team. But, you know, the, mm. the music is a big part of it. And now you'll have that little or at least I'll have it in my head when I play it. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, but. Anyway, uh, so there's that story. And moving on to something a little bit happier, I'm going to talk about Shovel Knight. Woo! Woo! All right, and you can find it out, find my video for the review of Shovel Knight on this channel, recorded about four or five years ago. It's one of the best videos on it's so good yeah, go and, check it out yeah it's right now yeah. back in time <laughs> Woo! um so that game came out i believe in 2014 now uh it was 14 Whoa. or 15 there's about to come out with the final expansion which is called the king of cards where you play as king knight who was one of the first bosses in the original game um but they're calling it like the biggest and most ambitious game they've done yet so that's pretty crazy. Um, but even more surprising is we got two more Shovel Knight announcements. Um, a new game called Shovel Knight Dig. Yeah. Looks like it's got some SteamWorld Dig influences. Mm -hmm. We're going to be going down, using that shovel, putting it to good use. 
collecting um, all these monies, bring them back to your base, maybe upgrade and get some powers. I'm just basing this off of how SteamWorld Dig works. But yep. No, like, that looked like it. It looked like pretty much SteamWorld Dig Master Shovel Knight, but a good, like a really handy, you know, well-worked-in kind of like, all right, this Shovel Knight levels, but also you got to keep going down. Mm-hmm. And... Did you guys play SteamWorld Dig? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. like that. I like that. I'm yeah. just a sucker for those kind of games since like uh, Newgrounds days. I'd go on and play it as like a mind driller game. You're mm-hmm. this like robot on Mars or whatever. You're this like little tank and you drill down, get resources, come back up for fuel, and, like sell stuff, buy stuff, upgrade. Sounds just like it. Yeah, I love those games. Um, well, SteamWorld Dig 2 was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I played that a few months ago. I mean, sometime in the last six months, mm-hmm. and it was just a great Metroidvania. It wasn't randomly generated like uh, one. Um, mm-hmm. But that was a good thing because everything felt really, it was just super fun to explore. Excellent progression, just like you'd need a Metroidvania to have. I want to check uh, it out. Um, okay, moving on. We also got uh, another Shovel Knight game announced, crazily enough. And what is that one called? Showdown. Shovel Knight Showdown. Oh, they're really cranking them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it. you know, I've been wondering, like, where is Shovel Knight 2? Like, it's been a long yeah. time. Like They've just been adding to Shovel Knight, which is great. Which but, is, I mean, I know. at this point, they could have... And I'm gonna buy the physical release for Switch just because, just like I have it on PS4, I would automatically get it. But with the treasure trove, mm-hmm. um, just being such an excellent value, and I'm not even sure if I, ha- I think I do have Trevor Trove. Trevor Trove. Trevor Trove. Trevor Trove. Trevor Trove. I got Trevor Trove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shovel Knight Trevor Trove. Uh, I like that. We should do a commercial. <laughs> uh, so this uh, Shovel Knight Showdown looks like a Smash Brothers inspired uh, four player um, arena fighter. That's nuts. 2D, wow. um, where you play as lots of bosses from the game. It's got a really colorful cast of characters. Um, and that's really, I mean, in the, you said, Tyler, that one was released in, or is going to be released in December? Yeah, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be with the Treasure Trove. It's with Treasure Trove? I'm that's pretty awesome. Sure. What? I'm, I'm pretty sure Dig is the only one that's not going to be in the Treasure Trove. Wow. That's, his own that thing. Is that's a, crazy. That's crazy. A serious treasure trove, which I believe is twenty four ninety nine. That's get, a bargain. You already get the original game, which is easily worth that. You get the Plague Knight DLC. You get the Specter Knight DLC. Specter Knight, <laughs> uh, and then all this other stuff coming Does up. Does King soon. of Cards go with that too? King of Cards is that yes. So King that's of Cards, crazy. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a wow. I know it's nuts for twenty five dollars. That's and they're releasing new amiibos too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, three are. new amiibos. <laughs> I'm already shaking. <laughs> it's another thirty five bucks you yeah. gotta spend. People are pumped about the amiibos. Oh dude, we're nuts. Amiibo <laughs> collectors are freaking cuckoo. But right, then, Kenny? Uh, Yuck, well, right? I only got five. On a, <laughs> a, <laughs> you what? I only got five amiibos. I got one. I got a technically one. technically six <laughs> because I I just re- remembered that my son's um Skylanders. Um, Donkey Kong one oh. is a Skylander animal amiibo all in one. So he, he it doubles. Oh. Doubles as both things. Yeah, Double trouble. Yeah. You don't What's have a, that one? I don't have that Slacker. one. Slacker? I didn't get Skylanders. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> What's uh, the other game that Yacht Club is working on? It's a... Uh... I might have missed that. It's another 2D one I want to Yeah, it's like say. another like ninja like side-scrolling like the messenger, game. yeah, it's kind of like first thing that came messenger. into my mind. Um, I know Way Forward's making Shantae Five. They released that cutscene. The, I'm like, not sure intro. when it's coming out, but it, uh, I watched the trailer and that also looked cool. Wow, I guess they have been busy. Um, I want to find it. Well, we'll come back to it in just a sec I'll while be, you look oh, it up. Oh, I got it. Oh, you got <laughs> it. Okay, got it on my bag. Uh, uh, um, um, 
Um, um, um, um, um, um, coming um, this um, winter. Um. <laughs> Sometimes it's cold outside. It was easy to find. Oh, hang on. Uh, cyber Shadow. Cyber Shadow. <laughs> That's what it's called. You got me at Cyber. Mm-hmm. I like the shadow part. And it's what? A 2D ninja? So, yeah, it's a 2D ninja side scroller. It reminded me a lot of The Messenger. Katana Zero as well? Yeah, The Messenger and Katana Zero. More so The Messenger, probably. Mm, that's cool. <laughs> I like The Messenger style a lot more. Nice. Well, moving on to our next story as uh, we move along. Destiny 2 is adding a Fortnite-style season pass for Shadowkeep, where you're going to be able to grind for 100 levels, where you'll be learning or earning different loot along the way. So something to sort of just, you know, chase. Even It's it's a battle pass. It's it's included with the uh, Shadowkeep. So if you buy Shadowkeep, you don't have to buy another ten dollars um but once the season ends each season is three months you will so i was a little mixed on this i was like dang i'm really gonna have to spend even more money in destiny 2 in order just to to remain relevant although i don't know if that's really true i don't think that the game that the battle pass is necessarily going to have like make or break items yeah exactly so there is a gigantic um detailed post by luke smith who's kind of the spokesperson for the game or one of them, um, you can look that up, where he just talks about where the game is going, uh, Armor 2.0, as far as they're calling it. I thought about writing a synopsis of it here, but it honestly would have taken me 10 minutes just to read it all. So check that out. There's a bunch of kind of exciting stuff happening in Destiny uh, Destiny 2. Yeah, they're getting, that's is, getting a lot of updates. Is this the first expansion since they split off from Activision? or It's no? the first full expansion. So what they did... Do you think they're doing this kind of battle pass thing because they aren't with Activision or uh, it sounds like something they would have done either way um, I know that they recently just came out and said something like people need to dispel the notion that that Activision was some like evil overlord like we had our disagreements but like we, we essentially were able to do most of the stuff that we wanted to like they made them ad- adhere to a rather strict schedule as far as releases go but I think they had pretty good f- creative freedom um, I know that there's, of course, going to be some changes. I know that they're really going deep into the RPG elements of the game, just sort of like not, you know, tiptoeing on are we a first-person shooter, are we an RPG? Like, we're an RPG where you shoot. Um, So they're getting really into the customization stuff. Uh, It's a little overwhelming to go back into, um, but hopefully they do as good of a job as they did with Forsaken as sort of onboarding, making it feel fresh and new, and uh, like I'm not totally lost because... Uh, what they did this last year is they had three different seasons where they would introduce a new game mode, maybe a couple story missions, nothing really cinematic like they've done in past expansions. Um, and I think people were mainly mixed on them. Uh, people are happy with the game in general, but as far as the seasons and how they were doled out, I think it left people wanting more from a, at least me, from a narrative standpoint. Well, if you don't want to get back into Destiny, you can get back into Monster Hunter with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then put it down a week later for Borderlands. Yeah, right? Woo. There's too much coming There's out. There's so much month, going dude. out. Like, you got Monster Hunter Iceborne's about to come out, mm-hmm. and we got Borderlands, and we got Outer Wilds. Then it's like Call of Duty And I got to play Bren. Yeah. And then I'm going to Italy. <laughs> Crazy. Um, We're going to be broke. I know. Yeah. We're just going to Italy. Yeah. Um, all right, so what do we got next on the list of games? So we got uh, confirmation that CD Projekt Red is splitting into two teams. 
Managing two separate major franchises, The Witcher and Cyberpunk, along with several independent development team, enables the company to conduct parallel work on several projects and smoothens, smoothens its long-term release schedule, the company says. This migration towards a dual franchise model supported by several independent... independent sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. I forgot to get a drink. So anyway, the gist of it is... Thank you. You're welcome. Is that uh, CD Projekt Red um, is splitting kind of Bethesda style. I'm going to go back and forth between fire, uh, Skyrim and Fallout or with, with The Witcher and Cyberpunk just like... With, I wish they'd take over Fallout. With Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Um, so, so. Uh, yeah, this migration towards a dual franchise model supported by several independent product lines also permits optimization of manufacturing and financial activities, mitigates important risk factors, and makes it easier for company employees to seek professional fulfillment. Okay, there you go. So I'm excited that The Witcher is not going to be done. We'll maybe see a little bit more of Geralt of Rivia. We are getting the new show on Netflix. That'll be um, cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a fun little good news story to round out the week. And then the next game they have is going to be the Cyber Witch. The, <laughs> the, the Witch Punk. Witch Punk 2020. Witch Punk 2043. Witch Punk 1892. That'd be cool. I like that. It's a crossover. It's just a... It's the remake of that really bad game that was like one of the launch titles for PS4, The Order. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate that game. I, I got a bad it. rap. Yeah, yeah, I just heard it. It's bad. still beautiful. It like, looked amazing. Yeah, like, and well, I'm probably biased because I think I bought it for ten bucks. So I was, oh, that I was okay. Like, well, that that's yeah. fine. That's I beat cool. it in five hours. I actually went back and platinum, which took another like two. Um, that's good. Hey, oh, trophy nice. hunters. Yeah, so it's good for trophy hunters, and it, I think it's uh, it, it had a potential. So. Not terrible, all right? <laughs> not great, but not impressive. Yeah. X-Play gives it a 2 out of 5. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's what they would say. All right, so I don't think we have any questions on the mailbag this week. You guys have been slacking, haven't sent us your questions. You can feel free to do so either in the comments of the video, in our Discord, which you can find in the description in the video below, or you can send us a postcard if you have our address. Hopefully you don't. <laughs> <laughs> all righty so well, anybody well, else have anything to add before we send this one off into the starry night no, no i think we're good. good i think it's about the time for to wrap it up all righty that has been the level with you show thank you for tuning in this week as always you can find us on podcast services as well as youtube.com slash c slash level with you all right everybody have an excellent week and stay level aye aye Thank you.